Ladies and gentlemen, boys and motherfucking girls, welcome to Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. We got two hours of comedy for you. Pam's going to leave in a little bit, but, uh, you know, we'll take it over. We won't trash the place, right, Pam? You guys, you guys ready to rock out with, with, your, with your socks on, please? This is a place of business, you know? We have to respect it. Also, there might be needles in the rug. I don't know. Me and my diabetes friends broke in here last night. We got a little fucking crazy, so. They're not, they're not even actually diabetes havers. I just call them that because they raise my blood sugar. Yeah. You know, it's stressful hanging out with heroin addicts. Yeah. Let's see, let's see. Yeah. You ever meet a junkie that collects scrap need or free needles at the free needle clinic and then sells them for scrap metal to buy more heroin to inject with the community needle? It's a positive feedback loop of hepatitis. I could have chose a worse joke or worse disease for that, like diabetes. Anyways, your first comic. Oh, I didn't check the list. Who's up first? Does anyone? It's you, Ryan Thomas, everybody. Thank you. Hello, friends. Hello. Hey, uh, stupid question. I think I know the answer. Have those pictures of motorcycles been up there, like, forever? Like, this whole time? Because this is the very first time I'm noticing any of them. A few months? Okay, cool. That's fine. I thought it was been here the whole time. Uh, I was scrolling through my list, and I saw this list of jokes that are titled B-Sides. So I'm going to look at them. First one. Ah, I forgot about this one. Uh, Catholics don't fuck with condoms. And for that reason, I fuck with Catholics. <laughs> Tight. Uh, oh, I forgot about that story. All right. So, look, uh, I went to a Catholic wedding one time, and uh, I was best man there. And I, I was the only black dude there. So I, I stuck out a lot. And the, the groom was this white Irish Catholic dude. The bride was this Vietnamese Catholic lady. And uh, as I'm hanging out there, I'm doing my thing. I'm flirting around. And all of a sudden... I feel, I feel a hand on my butt. So I turn around like, hey, what's up? And I don't see anyone. And then I look down and I see a seven-year-old Asian boy looking up at me. And I didn't know what to say because, like, what do you say when a seven-year-old boy touches your butt? So I just said, uh, uh, hey, what's up? And he goes, chicken butt. And his two friends behind him laugh and they give him a high five like a Disney Channel original villain. And I didn't like that, but I didn't know how to roast a kid. So I just said, uh, oh, yeah, well, if I'm a chicken butt, then you're a jive turkey. And he didn't like that because his friends laughed. And he's like, what is it? And I says, pretty much the worst thing you could be. And so then he responded, oh, yeah, well, you don't have a penis, which is not what I was expecting. And if you're looking at me incredulously, I just want you guys to know, fellow comics, this is 100% a true story. This shit happened to me. So now I had to figure out what to do, because the first thing I thought when he said that was, oh, no, I got a penis, and your mom knows about it. But this is not, neither the time nor the place to tell that to a child. So instead, I just sat there and said nothing, walked away. Later on, this kid comes back to me and says, hey, Ryan. And I say, how would you figure out my name? And he was like, you're the only black dude here. It's not hard to figure out. I was like, fair enough. 
And he was like, since you're a guy, you don't have a penis, does that make you a hermaphrodite? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I, what do I do with this kid? Like, my dick was starting to get mad. It was like, yo, show him that I exist. Show him I'm real. And I was like, look, dude, we're at a Catholic wedding, and we are not the priest. We don't have diplomatic immunity. We can't pull it off right now. So then instead, what I decided to tell him was like, look, actually, uh, that would make me a eunuch if I was a man without a penis, uh, but I'm not a hermaphrodite or a eunuch. I decided to make it a learning experience. And uh, what happened after that? The honk took me up. Oh, that's right. While I was explaining this to him, I said, and you know, I am a man and I do have a penis. And right as I say this, the bride's mother walks past me and we make eye contact. I was like, oh, hey, it's just, you know, it's the best man talking to your grandson about dicks, just man stuff, keep it pushing. So uh, that, that night didn't go the best for me. Uh, but then the end of the story is that on the dance floor, this kid comes up to me and he says, hey, dude, uh, that was a really good speech. And I said, I don't need your approval. And he's like, whatever, you got it. And he literally says, you've earned the right to know my name, <laughs> which is not something that I'd even asked for. His name was Aaron. And that's the end of my story. Thanks, team. <laughs> All right, your next comic. Give it up for this death metal, punk-loving motherfucker, Hunter Uniac. Fuck yes, guys. Let's do this shit. I, uh, I need to stop doing drugs, you know, because every time I uh, go on a bender, I end up in a relationship. You know, like I start having the confidence to say things to a woman I normally wouldn't say, like, Hi. That's it. Drugs are fun, though. They're expensive. You know, payday weekend comes around. You blow through all your cash. It's Monday morning at work, and I just th you're always thinking to yourself, like, shit, I wish I was high right now. And I think that's a horrible way to waste cocaine. You know, you're just giving out free bumps to patrons. But in my defense, that was the most fun anybody's ever had at a funeral. <laughs> you know, it's what Nana would have wanted, people. It's fun, though, guys. Drinking's expensive, too. You ever see that, like, it's a very popular scene in movies, you know, guys at a bar, and he's always like, he's always like, Drinks on me, everybody around on me. Like, what type of fucking financial irresponsibility are you practicing in order to spend $12 on a shot of watered-down Hennessy for everybody that cut you in line at the drink at a bar anyways? Like, I don't spend $12 on a drink for my mother. Bitch is getting well. Why? Because I want to remind her about how she should have raised me. That's fun. Is though I, um, I played horse the other day. You remember that game? Yeah, I uh, realized why friends don't want to play horse with me. I take shit too real. You know, like, before taking a shot at the free throw line, I'll call up my ex and tell her I miss her. You know, so they got to do the same exact shit. You know, like, I'll, I'll commit a hate crime and then sink one from, like, right under the bar. Just, I'm really testing. Like, if you play horse with me, I will ruin your fucking life. That's fun. That is. I, um, what else I want to talk to you guys about? It's weird. New Year's happened. Anybody have any uh, resolutions? Drink more water. Mine's drink more. <laughs> Just anything. You know, it's it's weird though. I kept up uh, last year. I kept up with a pretty good new resolution. I was a vegetarian. You know, uh, don't woo. I hated it. But like, it was crazy. Like I was 
vegetarianly tired. Like I had a relapse. I was 89 days sober off meat and I had a relapse. It was bad. I started off the night by like chugging a 40 ounce of water, of uh, chicken broth. By the end of it, I was throwing chunks of bacon on a spoon, putting a lot trying to cook the fuckers. It's not okay. It's fun though, guys. I, um, I eat too much, you know, like first time I went to a strip club, I got kicked out for eating too much at the free buffet. You know, like strippers are used to sexual harassment. Chefs, not so much. You know, that's fun. That's actually a true story too, by the way. Like I legitimately got into an argument with a security guard. He was like, dude, you can't have that fucking like big ass sandwich. I was like, watch me, ate it and went back for a second one. I got kicked out. I'm not allowed back at Gold's Club. Like that's a true story. I'm pretty sure I'm the only guy that's gotten kicked out of a strip club for not harassing, for harassing a chef. It's true though. It's fun though. Like I called him Cinnamon too, you know. That's a stripper's name. I guess I wanted his uh, churro stick. I'm gonna end on ten seconds of awkward silence because fuck it, this is my time. I can do whatever I want. No, I bailed early. I'm a pussy. That's my time. Thank you, Hunter. Give it up for Hunter one more time. Thank you very much. Woo! All right, next comic is very funny. We're going to keep it moving for Johnny Stein. Give it up for Johnny Stein. Guys, uh, life seems to be getting harder um, because I forgot to put a shirt on. <laughs> I got nothing under this, and I realized that at like hour two of work. Help me. <laughs> Please help me. Uh, I come from a two-child um, household, and you know, um, th there's always like the smart, ki the smart school kid and the dumb school kid when there's two. I, I was the smart school kid, which sounds cool, but uh, a lot of, it's sort of, you know, pros and cons. Uh, like, my sister got invited to a lot more drinking parties, um, but I've been asked genuinely if I'm autistic. <laughs> seven times. Seven times in my life. That one of them, and I'm not kidding, was my mom, <laughs> which seems like more your job to figure that out earlier on. Uh... I do, get, I do get it. I, I uh, don't like being touched. Um, so that's, uh, I do get, like it, it has a string. There's, there's a logic to asking me if I'm autistic. I don't like being touched. Uh, I, I, it's just, it's the only sense to me that, I mean, it's, just, it's the only sense that involves two people, right? Both people have to be doing it in order for it to happen. I hate that. Like, if you're looking at me, it's a song by you feet me. You know what I mean? You're, you're singing the choruses and the verses. I might throw in like a, oh, you know, it's just featuring me. But, a, you know, <laughs> touching me, it's like a duet. I haven't finished that joke, obviously. Um, my mom, uh, my mom is an English teacher. Cool. Uh, she is, uh, she, she would always bring the classroom home. You know, she, I remember when she taught me assonance, uh, which if you, do you guys remember assonance from high school? Is it, you do, okay. Did you wet the bed until you were 14? Just trying to figure out something, uh, everything I have in common. Uh, I wet the bed until I was 14 is all I'm saying. Anyway, uh, assonance, uh, so it's the repetition of vowel sounds to elicit some sort of response, right? Uh, and so her famous assonant phrase was, every day I pray uh, you being gay is a phase. 
You guys here? Those A vowels? Yeah, they kept me in the closet another two years. Pretty cool. Pretty cool what the English language can do. She always instilled in me the king's English. The uh, this very you know this very stupid like elitist. Technically, it's the you know official language of pretentious pricks. But you know who knows. Uh, I think it's why I'm single. I think that's a big reason I'm single, because of what she did to me. I uh, like I'll be on a date and a guy will open up to me. It'll be really sweet. You know he's like, I have had a lot of fun tonight and it's hard as we grow older. You know, you start to realize that less and less people are available, and and you start to wonder, like, is it me? Am, am I the reason that I'm single, you know? And I'll be like, it's fewer and fewer people, you fucking idiot. What are you, an outside person? Get the shit out of my bed. I have a no sleepover policy. I think it's my mom, the reason I'm single. Uh... I, my mom my mom knows I'm single. She got me, a, for Christmas this year, a really nice gift. Uh, in response to that, she got me an apology, which was in the form of a loofah at the end of a stick. Because um, there's nothing more single than a tool that's like, no one's getting your back, huh? <laughs> no one's cleaning that. Um, I will uh, end on something, for sure. Oh, uh, here's some a tip for uh, a tip for. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of women say that they have a hard time um, getting an orgasm with men. I I, I don't know that personally, obviously. Uh, men are a lot easier. <laughs> Being gay, you should try it, cause it's like it's as easy as walking a dog. You know, it's just like Ryan, come, and he does. Okay, uh, thank you. Johnny Stein, everybody. He's a little bit autistic. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven times. Thank you. All right, our next comic is very funny. He's tall, dark, handsome. Give it up for Vishal. Call. I am all those things. Hey, guys. Oh, my God. This is going off to a great start. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, my... It's just there. Uh, My name is Vishal. I'm a good Indian boy. You know, I work in tech. Call my mom every day. I hate Muslims. You know, all the good stuff. Uh, That last part's not true. I do call my mom uh, a lot, though. Uh, I I talk to my mom about a lot of stuff. I don't talk to her about my dating life, though, which is weird because uh, she only talks to me about marriage. I don't know how that works out. Like, uh, every time we talk, she's like, Vishal, you need to get married in two years, have kids in four years, but also don't date or have sex. I'm like, how, is this algebra? How do I solve for sex? How does this work? Um, I think it's better than, like, you know, I guess talking to your parents about, like, sex and dating, you know? I can't imagine that. What would that be like for me? You know, it'd be like, hey, mom, sorry to call you at, at 2 a.m. Just want you to know I smashed... <laughs> It was pretty, 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 pretty bad. Uh, our penis is genetic. Call me back. That's a, that's a fact. Um, New Year, we're talking about like uh, drinking and stuff. Uh, I'm actually thinking about cutting back, cutting down on drinking. Um, but then my dick is like, it got you laid once, bro. I'm like, good looking out, buddy. Good looking out, man. Um, I, uh, I went to SantaCon recently. Make some noise if you also are an idiot. <laughs> I went to SantaCon. If you don't know what SantaCon is, it is St. Patrick's Day with a different hat. That's all it is. 
it's a made up holiday that we made up to to drink. And um, I went to if SantaCon actually has a mascot. I don't know if you guys know this. There there is a mascot to it. Um, I came back home to my my apartment and I found my roommate's Santa costume in my trash can covered in vomit. I was like, that's it. That's the mascot. I went to SantaCon and I blacked out, which is a rhetorical statement. <laughs> and um, the next day, I blacked out like the most I'd ever been. And the next day, I woke up and uh, I was not hungover. And I was like, what is this shit? <laughs> I was like, it's quiet up here, too quiet. And um, I was like, all right, I guess things are good. And then I went to go open my door. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to use my hands at all. Um, you know, in like 2001, A Space Odyssey, at the very end of it, where the dude like uh, uh, like moves out of this dimension and he starts like looking at the universe from afar? That's how I felt. Like my body was here and my brain was just like away. And I was like, how do I operate this thing? I didn't know how to do it. You don't know how hard it is to be a human until you have to like actively learn how to pilot your body like it's one of those giant Pacific Rim robots. And I was just in there like, all right, fucking arm over here, turn, open door, good. Um, usually when I drink now though, I gotta spend like days in bed recovering, which is weird to me because we haven't needed to recover, spend time recovering for anything since like the Civil War. Like, they they have fixed everything. Like, they they kind of, like, almost fixed AIDS. They kind of have medicine for that now. But they haven't fixed hangovers? What is that shit? I don't think that's fair at all. Uh, it's weird, man. I feel like I wake up in bed and I feel like a video game character with my HP lowered, my stats are down. I'm like, yo, can we go back to the previous save point before I made this mistake? All right, that's my time. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Vishal. Give it up for Vishal one more time. Thank you very much. All right, all right. Hey, Vishal, dude, I have your umbrella. Yeah, I have your umbrella. The the the, the one that your that's your mother's umbrella that you took to that to the Cobbs that one time. You left, and then I took it with me. I th I didn't know what happened to you. I thought you you know like blew yourself up in a suicide attack or some shit. I don't know. It's a callback to a joke. That's not racism. You had to be there. Alright. Alright guys. Your next comic is uh very funny. <laughs> uh his name is Adrian Ruv Alcaba. Where you at? Where you at, dude? Alright. He was a Do all my you wanna take his place? What? Let's do it. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Hey, I was uh, at the beach today. Oh, go ahead. Take a seat. Welcome, sir. Welcome. All right. We got audience members. All right. Well, let's not pay attention to them anymore. Hey, uh, I was at the beach uh, today, and I figured out why seafood tastes so good. It's because it lives in the salty ocean. Right. Ever since it was born, it's been marinating. Yes. Hey, if I'm ever rich, I'm going to get like a big giant swimming pool, and then I'm going to fill it up with barbecue sauce, and I'm going to kick a bunch of cows in there. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> then you come over, you're going to see me with a big pool stick going, Betsy, back in there. Get back in there. Two weeks it takes for you to marinate. That's what the doctor said. Two weeks. Anyways, um, hey, you guys ever seen a bullfight? Oh, man. Unfair. Like the bullfighter, years of training. The bull, nothing. No training. If, if, I, if we invent helmets to talk to animals in the future, I would want to train a bull, you know? I'll put it on and I'll be like, hey, lesson number one, pay no attention to the curtain. <laughs> and lesson number two, if you're losing, just jump into the stands and take out as many as you can. Just wipe them out. That's what I would do. Hey, you know, when you push somebody, right? They don't like that, right? You make enemies when you push somebody. But if you pull them towards you with the same force, hey, you got a friend. <laughs> I'm like, hey, do you feel the same way? Or, Anyways, uh, more jokes. I, uh, you know, uh, the sun, people used to think the sun was God, right? Then why did they call, him, call it the sun? You know, wouldn't you call it like dad? You know, like, oh, look, dad is rising. <laughs> and, then, and then go, you idiot, you've been asleep all day. Dad is setting. <laughs> you fucking drunk. <laughs> you ever do that? You ever look at the sun and you go, oh, man, it's rising or setting. Oh, I don't know. I got to wait two minutes before I find out. <laughs> do they go down? What are everybody else doing? They're having fun. It must be the sunset. Anyways, um, this is my impression of me before 1492. I'm like, hey, the sun is round and the moon is round. You think the earth could be also round? Yes, but it could be round and flat like a disc. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I brought it to you, philosopher. And then that's the end of the chuckle. I saw two people bowing today. It didn't make any sense to me, because when you bow, you lower yourself to the other person to make them feel higher, right? But if both of them bow, that means they're staying at the same level, right? They're just, uh, we're, we are neutral. You could have done that just standing still and just staring at each other. Yes, we are bowing, but the same. The trick to bowing, though, is to stay just above the other person, you know? They bow like this, you go, okay, you go up. And they go up, you go, I win, I win. Okay, okay. Hey, I, uh, I figured out what food is. Uh, anything that moves, right? Like obviously the animal, right? But the plant, like you look at it, and like, it's this tall, and then like two days later, it's that tall. I'm like, I know it moved. <laughs> Let's eat it. <laughs> you think the protein diet was invented by a meat salesman who thought, oh, how the hell am I gonna get rid of all this shit? I know, I'll tell them carb is bad. But fruits are carbs. Well, I guess I'll just have to associate that with homosexuality and no one will touch them. <laughs> Don't believe the meat salesman, folks. He's going to sell you on stuff. Anyway, hey, thank you very much. I'm out of here. No, give it up for the real hero. Do what my, everybody. We are hands. All right, your next comic is the biggest tool I know, Jack Ferguson. There it is. Hello, everyone. How are you? Good? 
Uh, I'll tell you about my mom. My mom's a crazy person. She's run 40 marathons. Uh, she recently just finished a triathlon at the age of 55. She ran an Ironman six months after having her fourth child. Uh, and at a certain point, after all this running, it's just it stops being impressive, and it just becomes like, what are you running from? You know, <laughs> it's her childhood. Uh, it's it's her grandma. My grandma is crazy too. I come from a long line of crazy people. Uh, my grandma is 73. She recently got a nose piercing and dyed her hair blue. Uh, she lives on a horse farm breaking wild horses. She still breaks wild horses at the age of 73. And uh, she one time got kicked out of one of my childhood football games because she had a parrot that she carried around on her shoulder the whole time. She brought the parrot to the game, and the parrot would not stop yelling cuss words at the field. And so the parrot got ejected from the game. Uh, yeah. My, uh, what was I? Um... Oh yeah, my mom, she, she has three sons and a daughter, uh, but I think she always wanted more daughters because, uh, you know, she just, we, she has three boys and I think she wanted more girls. And so instead of having more girls, she just got really close to all of our girlfriends. Uh, and my little brother, Charlie, recently broke up with his girlfriend of four years. He did it in December, like right before Christmas. And my mom, uh, without telling any of us, invited her to Christmas with us, <laughs> my little brother's ex-girlfriend. And uh, we found out about it before Christmas, luckily, uh, because she texted Charlie and was like, hey, do you want me to come to Christmas? <laughs> and uh, we all confronted my mom about it, and she, she, didn't, she didn't even apologize. She was just like, well, you know, she's my friend too, so <laughs> I get to do that. We were like, no, you don't. Um, I follow the NBA. I'm a big fan of the NBA. My favorite player in the NBA is this guy named Rory Hachimura. I don't, even, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's a Japanese name. Uh, he's the first ever Japanese person, Japanese citizen, to be drafted into the NBA. And when I heard that, I was watching the, uh, the draft, and I was excited to see him because the average height in Japan is 5'2". And so I wanted to see this, like, 7-foot-tall Japanese guy. And the camera pans to him, and it's just a 6'10 black guy. And I was very disappointed. <laughs> I, wanted, I felt gypped. And so he goes up on stage, and the reporter asks him a question. And he just stands there like this, because he doesn't speak a word of English. And so that means that he's a six foot ten black guy living in America who only speaks Japanese. So every time he talks, people think he's being racist. They're like, dude, why are you pretending to have a Japanese accent? We can clearly see you're not Japanese. All right, guys, fine. Uh, no, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. I don't know why you don't like it, but uh, he plays on the Wizards, which is the same team that Gilbert Arenas played on. Does anybody know who that guy is? Any basketball fans here? Gilbert Arenas? Gilbert Arenas is a basketball player who got arrested while he was playing for the Washington Wizards for having guns in his locker. Exactly. <laughs> and one has to just wonder... Why, what does he think he needs guns at the stadium for? Like, there's only two reasons you'd have a gun. To rob someone or protect yourself from being robbed. If you rob someone in the locker room of the basketball team that you play for, they're going to know who it is. Even if you wear a mask, they're going to recognize your voice. They see you every day. And if you're just keeping them for protection, like, why would you keep guns at a locker room, the place that you're interviewed in front of, like, twice a week for, all right, cool. I'll work on it. Thanks, guys.
Dumb question. Always stay strapped. Never lack. Come on. All right. Your next comic is very funny. His name is Adrian Ruvalcava. Sweet fucking overalls. I may, uh, I may say I'm woke and look woke and have woke pins, but I'm a fraud. I'm not woke. I was shopping at Walmart. I know. I'm a fraud. I love the Glazers. I think that's their owners. Um, no, they own Manchester United. I'm just rambling. Um, I was, yeah, I was at Walmart the other day, um, and I was in the literature section where all the poor intellectuals hang out. And uh, this German guy comes over, and he's, he's pretty cute because uh, he's tall. But he also had good skin. You know, you ever realize gay men have really good skin? Yeah. It's because of all the facials, I think. Yeah. Uh, so he gives me his number, and I'm like, I'm not going to text him, because we met at a fucking Walmart. And the only time anyone ever says we met at Walmart is when the police ask you to recreate the events. But then I got horny, so I texted him. I know. <laughs> Um, at 4 p.m. I sent him a you up text because I'm a stoner. I, you never know. Um, and so he drives over straight from work. I'm assuming it's straight from work. He comes in this Volkswagen and he's wearing this ugly brown uniform and he gets out of his car and he's like, I need to check your attic. Uh, but he had a German accent and I'm like, I don't have an attic. I'm 23. And then he goes, okay, well, let me check your closet. And I'm like, okay, what's, what's going on, dude? And that's when he went, I just got to make sure you're not hiding any words. And that's when I realized he was a grammar Nazi. So uh, I'm Mexican-American, which means I can't go to the Home Depot because white people try to pick me up. And that's probably what being black and around a Kardashian feels like. Or a loose opiate in Cleveland. Or a barrel of oil if you're the CIA. <laughs> and there's brown people around there. Um, I was raised Catholic, which means I'm not Catholic, because that's the one surefire way. Uh, but the guilt stays. And other people can smell that. Vishal's um, doing his impression of my dad right now. It's okay, I never met him. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. You came back? I feel like you're burning time. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I haven't been on stage in like a week and a half, so I just want to hold a mic. Um, Let's see, what was I talking about? Catholics, right. Uh, other people smell the Catholic in you. And um, I had these Jehovah's Witnesses the other day, and uh, they were like, are you ready for the rapture? And I was like, hey, but I don't even have batteries in my smoke detector. And I know fire's real. Anyways, thank you, I'm Adrian. Give it up one more time. Your dad will come back one day. He'll, he'll have no money, and he'll ask if he can borrow some, but he'll come back. It happens. 
This is, I'm just talking from personal experience, dude. If you want to talk after I got you, it's all right. Um, your next comic is Chris for Chris Ferdinandson. Not here. Ferdinandson, yeah, he's not here. Ferdinandson. Yeah. I thought he just missed the T in his no, first I just, name. No, I just have terrible writing, and I just scribble, scribble, scrabble, and I'm sorry, <laughs> it was unreadable. Yeah, is this a prescription yeah. for Zoloft? You look depressed, sorry. <laughs> All right, next comic is Laura Sugar. Give it up, give it up. The sweetest girl in town. <laughs> it's Sogar, also. <laughs> but I like that version, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to change my name, maybe. Um, hello, everybody. It's great to be here. We're surrounded by all these motorcycles, and this couldn't look less like a biker gang. That's great. Yeah, not, not exactly. I know you're probably like, what the hell is this girl doing up here? I look a little bit more likely to be like teaching a spin class somewhere. So I just want you to know that I, I realize that. I get it. But, but here we are. I'm actually not from San Francisco. I live in New York City. Um, yeah, I know, all the way across. Um, but I spent some time in Canada over the holidays, which was fun. Uh, as an American woman, I identify a lot with Canadians because I also get paid 75 cents on the dollar. So it's conversion rate. We're working on it, though. We're working on it. Living in New York is um, is very weird. I've been there for a couple years now. I think the weirdest part about living in New York City is the fact that we have the best drinking water like in the country. Like They brag about it too much it's weird yeah because like what are the things that you know about new york like what are what is it known it's rats there's a lot of rats right we have a bunch of homeless people uh we have it smells bad in the summertime like it's not a clean place and then like fresh evian water coming from your sinks like that just seems like a bad allocation of resources that'd be like if you were in a relationship and the person is just like stealing all your money they're really toxic they make you feel bad about yourself but they make the bed every morning it's not a great reason to stay with them but i just signed another two-year lease so I guess I'm staying. <laughs> New York, you got me again. Uh, what else do I want to tell you guys? I'm in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for about three years now, and I'm of the age where all of my friends are getting married. They're all doing those like engagement photo shoots. They're with, you know, it's like her, her fiance, and they're like in a field somewhere, and there's flowers all around them. They're all like, oh. There's a horse for no reason in the background. <laughs> You've seen these pictures, right? And I'm like, uh, this just, I mean, didn't you guys meet in a nightclub bathroom doing cocaine? Like, what are you doing here? I don't know. I don't feel like this is, you seamless all your meals. You have allergies. I just don't. I, um, but of course, like, I love attention, so I'm absolutely going to do an engagement photo shoot if I get married one day. I absolutely. I'm going to make mine a little bit more honest, though. What I'm going to do, I think, is just have me and my fiance, and we're sitting on a couch just on our phones. It's like, that's like more like our relationship. Like, Netflix is like, are you still there? That's like maybe in the background. The horse, still there, though. The horse is with us. Horse is with us on the couch, also on his phone, just crushing iPhones. Face ID, too long of face, doesn't work. Sorry, I really like that horse. <laughs> um, um, well, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of men here. I'm gonna talk a little bit about, oh, we're, oh God, I don't know if I have time for this whole thing. We're gonna go for it, we're just gonna try fast version. Um, 
men, you guys love your dicks. We all know that, right? And it's like through history you have. You've made it actually like a really big deal too. Like if you ever gone to an art museum and walked through the sculpture exhibit, <laughs> a lot of flaccid penises in there. That's like the original dick pic, I think. Like, and you're walking through the sculpture and they're like, look at it. Took me a really long time to make this for you. Like a where's Waldo for it. Um, damn it, I don't have enough time to do the rest of this. I, um, but like, I'll end with this. Men, you know, you, you, you think everyone is obsessed with your dicks and everyone wants it. Like I'm imagining, you guys know like Sigmund Freud, the famous psychologist, and his whole theory was penis envy. I'm imagining that when he had this conversation where he came up with penis envy, it was basically him just standing there like, Look at this girl. She probably, she wants some of this. And she's like, we would really love equal pay. Like, I think that would be amazing. Listen, lady, like, I just, I, I can't give it to everybody. I just want to vote, okay? And then, okay, that's penis envy. All right, that's weird ending. Bye. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you very much. That was awesome. One more time for sugar. Sugar. Sugar, 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 yeah! All right, all right, all right, all right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and motherfucking girls. If you are ready for this house to burn down, make it loud for the woman who runs Mutiny Radio, we owe everything to her. She is our Mitzi Shore, Pam Benjamin! Keep it going for Sam, yeah. Oh my gosh. Tall drink of water. What a doll he is. You know, I I like to sexually harass Sam. Well, no, I like to I like to say all the things they used to say back in the day like, you know, uh I uh, like it. I don't mind it when he I like I hate it when he leaves, but I love it when he walks away. You know, that little cutie patootie he's got. Every time he pulls up his shirt to show me his tummy, I get a little tingly in my nether regions. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, baby. No, but that's feminism, right? Like, objectification isn't going to die. We just get to objectify equally. Yay! Feminism! Hooray! I know, it's, I'm taking the double standard, I like it. I'm like, the things I say to young comedians, it, I could be, I could get in trouble. But I, I love looking at 26-year-old comedians on stage. In fact, I'm like encouraged to do it. You're allowed to stare at them. Like, that's part of the whole thing. Like, you're supposed to stare at them. You know, you know what I love about 26-year-old soccer players? Finally, I get to watch hot men actually make their goals. <laughs> Like they're literally making goals. Boom. I love it. No, I'm I'm definitely I'm going through menopause, so I'm like, ah, I'm like I'm, I'm like a 14-year-old boy. Everybody's so hot and pretty. <laughs> no one else going through menopause. No one feeling those hormones. I'm like, ah! I sexually harassed my mailman the other day. That was great. He's the guy on 20th Street. You can see him. He's tall and blonde. Mm. And sometimes he has his little male shirt open and he has like a, a wife beater on. And the other day I saw a little nip. Yeah. And I was like, I hope the postal service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And I winked. And he was like, oh, oh I don't know how to take this. 
I think he liked it. I, I mean, with what he was wearing, he was asking for it. Am I right? Like, was it catcalling or complimenting? I can't tell. Like, can you catcall men? You can't catcall men because all men are dogs. Yay! I understand catcalling now because I have a new kitten, and it runs around the house, and I go, come here, baby kitty, come here. Baby kitty, I love you. I want to touch you, baby kitty. And then it shows me its butthole, and I'm like, ah, I run up to it, and I pick it up without consent, and I flip it over and turn it into a baby and kiss it on the mouth. (laughs) I understand cat calling. That's all I'm saying. Like, I get it. (laughs) They don't want it either. The cats don't want it. It's good. I I walk through, I live in the Tenderloin, so I am intimately involved in cat calling. It happens sometimes. Oof. I was walking down the street one day and a guy said to me, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. That's not a cat call. That's a straight up compliment. It's a well-formed compliment. I'm taking it. Yeah. I'm an old lady. I like it. Another gentleman, he said, girl, you got a nice fit on today. Oh, I am fit. It's an outfit, double entendre and cat call. I love it. Right? I try not to wear skirts. I was walking down the street today. A guy said, hey, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? That's cat calling. Also, that's like gross. Why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? Like that's, dude, that's so gross and weird. That's like, that's like on you, bro. All right. Actually, it's on me. It's gross. I'm sticky cum dumpster smell funny. Good. All right, I'll end there. Thanks so much. Yay! I've been Pam Benjamin. Yay! Hey, give it up for Cutie Patootie. You're host of the night, Sam Carroll. Yay! Oh my God, stop it. You want to see my tummy? Yes. Just a little bit. I can't. I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm just getting over what you made me do to let me host tonight. <laughs> all right, all right. We got another funny comic coming to the stage, but 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 nothing. Make it loud for Amanda Malka. Yeah. Let's go. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Hey, everyone. Happy 2020. It's more like happy 20. 75 with an astigmatism in my right eye, but close enough. Maybe a sign of dyslexia here and there. So I have a parental advisory for you tonight in that my parents are actually here. (laughs) So I guess it's kind of a reverse parental advisory. I promise you a pristine set. That's right. My set will be as clean as Harvey Weinstein's suicide record. I suffered all this time so you could get on stage and make an ass of yourself. And that's the thought bubbles coming up from the audience right now. Um, They're here from New York. Yeah. (laughs) It's uh, it's actually New Jersey. I'm just rounding to the nearest state that matters. Um, yeah, it's kind of a contention point there, but no, they're smart cookies. They're, um, they've got like an MD, a PhD, another MD, an MA, and I'm up here struggling to get through AA with my LSD. (laughs) WTF. (laughs) 
So back when members only jackets were non-ironically worn and the internet was starting, they wanted to get their first screen name. Cute story about them. And we thought, let's play a prank on them. Let's call them something super dorky that doesn't make any sense. How about like cyber docs? The problem is they totally loved it. And they're cyber docs to this day at AOL.com, people. They still use Ask Jeeves. Last week, they were scared they'd catch my cold over FaceTime. They asked me, do we have an internet? I didn't really know how to answer that one. But if they were on Tinder, that would, that would really be something. So, so I am, and I'm happy to report that I'm moving up in the world. Last night, I went out on a date with a guy who pays for his own Netflix account. <laughs> Um, when I'm not so lucky though, I have a really good out. I ask him, where do you want to travel to next? And he probably says some basic bro answer like Machu Picchu. And I'll say, oh man, my probation officer won't let me leave the state for the next two to 17 years. It just sucks when he, when his dream vacation is like Santa Clara, cause then I got no excuse. I also went on a date with a guy who's religious. And that's normally not my thing, but I gave it a chance, not my cuppa. So what happened was I asked him, you know, the standard basic nice Jewish girl questions. So do you have a job? No, but God will provide. Um, uh, okay, do you have a house? No, but God will provide. I mean, at first I was really weirded out, but then I thought, it's really nice of him to refer to his parents as God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe he's a sweet guy. Um, I w you know, sometimes I'm also not so lucky. Y you're not gonna believe how, how, how like devious this is. I went out with someone who, we, you know, we went on our first date, it went well, but then we, we transitioned to text, which is like the next step up from Tinder. His text bubbles were green, right? I feel like he had to say that on his profile. Next thing you know, he'll like tell me he lives in the East Bay or something. <laughs> something super sketchy like that. So, you know, they say 40 is the new 30. Well, I'm thinking 32's like, the new 80. We're always, me and my friends are always bragging about, no, I have the more fancy anti-anxiety meds. No, my pills are swallow, my pills are bigger. <laughs> but meanwhile, I'm like, I got more torn ligaments than a bubble at a frat party. However, one of us is, one of us is Asian, so she looks like she still belongs at that frat party. Well, you guys have been great. I'm Amanda. Thanks so much. All right. Woo! Give it up for Amanda one more time, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This next comic, I got two pills he can swallow. I found them on the street, actually. And if you want to split them, we could do that and have a night. All right, a little bit about this comic real quick before I bring him on. He comes up to me right before this, and he's like, what's up? I'm Chris. Can I go next? I'm like, sure. 
because that's what we're doing here tonight. I don't pay any attention to these numbers. I could give less of a shit about the order. So if anyone wants to go next, let me know, and I'll just let you go on right after. Uh, give it up for what's up. I'm Chris. Give me a new, you know, I actually was pre-signed, so I did. Just so you know, if you didn't know me, uh, I'm not just the biggest asshole in the world. The biggest asshole Mutiny has ever seen somehow came in here and just demanded to be next. Just demanded to, it wasn't the guy who broke the door, it was the guy who came in and demanded to be next. That's, that's what happened. Well, what's up, you guys? I'm, uh, I live in an apartment complex. I heard these like eight to 10 year old kids talking shit to each other outside. I think they just learned what an accident was. They were calling each other accidents. They were like, you're an accident, dude. And the other one was like, no, dude, you're a fucking accident. I was like, you guys, you guys calm down. This is an apartment complex. You're all accidents, all right? You guys don't get that? You don't get that? Like, if you grew up playing two-touch against your laundromat door, then maybe you weren't the plan. Maybe, just maybe, you weren't the plan. If you grew up playing soccer barefoot in a parking lot with a bunch of other apartment complex kids, maybe you weren't the plan. Maybe your parents wish they could have a house, but that, fuck, all they can do is 1200 a month. That's all they can do is live in that apartment complex and just hold you down for that. I've always wondered what my parents' lives would be like without me. And it's not much different because I'd still have my two younger brothers. So this really wouldn't be much different without me. You know, it would just be, I, I'm not holding them back is what I'm saying, but they're holding me back now. I'm like, mom, let me leave the house. got to get to mutiny on time. And she's like, no, I don't know. I don't live with my parents. I should. Uh, I've definitely should. I've, I've like met girls recently who have like told me like, why don't you live with your parents? It's the best to sit. It's like, it's the best. I'm like, what, what are you talking? Like girls actually want you to live with your parents now. They're like, is he financially responsible enough to live with his parents and sacrifice living at home? It's like back in the day, if you lived with your parents, he'd be a loser. But now it's like, this guy thinks about his money. This guy thinks about his options and he's living at home. Me, I'm fucking broke as fuck, but living on my own like a baller, all right? Like, like, don't worry, I don't live with my parents. I'm broke as fuck. I'm broke as fuck, but I got an apartment. I got one of those. That's true. That's true. I've been trying to meet new people recently. I'm going through a breakup, so I'm trying to meet, like, new girls and stuff. And I've realized that when you, uh, when you talk to, when you meet girls, you don't really bond with them unless you have, like, an experience, you know? So I've been, like, letting all the air out of one of my tires before I pick them up. Or like just a slow leak. So I know like 15 miles down the road, we're going to have an experience. All right. We're going to figure this out. We're going to see if this is love or not real fast. You know, like I don't care if you got AAA. Who are you? Who are you? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is this going to work or not? We're changing this tire on the side of the freeway. I don't care if it's unsafe. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? Look at me in the eyes. Well, you shouldn't because I kind of caused this whole situation. But... I think that this is possibly going to work out. What do you think? She's like, wait, you made this happen? You gave yourself a flat tire just so you'd buy? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, my God, I love you. That's the dream. That's the dream. I don't know if I want like a girlfriend. I don't want a girlfriend, though. I got to stay like cool, uh, cool, single Chris for a while. You know what I mean? Because that hasn't had cool, single Chris, dude. That's it, baby. Just walking into Mike saying, I'm next, dude. Just being that guy. I feel like I'm going to do that because I like that big dick attitude. I like that energy. But I don't want to be an asshole. There's a fine line between being a dick and an asshole. And it's a taint. Um, that was a bad joke. Uh but, you know, you get what you can out here. They say you want a good girl in the streets and a bad girl in the sheets. Isn't that what they say generally? But what I've found in life is it's not always perfect. Usually if you find a girl who's pretty bad in the sheets, she's usually um, 
pretty misbehaved in those streets too. She's usually like sending food back and like yelling at customer service. You know, like the type of girl who can get a return without a receipt. You know what I'm talking about? You guys know what I'm talking? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know, like like whenever I see, whenever I see like a middle-aged woman berating a barista, oh, I just imagine how good she must give some head. Like she cares. She cares so much. She's just over the counter. This acne-ridden 19-year-old about. I want two pumps in my macchiato. I want two pumps. I'm like, babe, I got four pumps for you right now. Like we could do this. All right, thank you very much. You've had a good time. Keep it going for the rest of the night. Thanks. Chris Ferdinandson, everybody. That's his real name. I feel like I should just put that out there, you know, for the people. Look him up, follow him on all the social medias, uh, on Hinge, on Grinder, on Zillow. He's a real estate agent, I think. Um, yeah, all of them, yeah. All right, our next comic is very funny. He's not a startup, I promise, but his name is J-Paul. Make it loud for J-Paul. Thanks so much. Uh, I painstakingly wrote down a set in notebook that I left uh, off the stage, so that'll be fun. Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> ah! We all love prof comedy, right? Prof comedy is what we're all here for on the radio? Yeah, yeah. Who was it earlier who was going to do 10 seconds of silence? Yeah. Uh, it is 2020. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, yeah. Uh, in 2020, I am no longer apologizing to other people for my own existence. Instead, I am politely thanking people for putting up with my own existence. Uh, the New Year is also kind of a big deal for me because December 31st is my birthday, which I'm gonna definitely, definitely gonna ride that for a little bit. Uh, yeah, but, uh, God. Right, it is my birthday, but it's not really a holiday, is it? Like, the, January 1st is the holiday. New Year's is the holiday. Yeah, sure, I get to go to other people's parties on December 31st, but they're all about January 1st. They're on December 31st, but they're all about that 10 seconds leading up to January 1st, where everyone is, like, counting down and drinking champagne, and then everyone makes out with someone who isn't me. Uh, it's, uh, that's fun. It's fun and it's fine. Uh, I am a non-binary individual. I use they and them pronouns. Uh, what may surprise you after hearing that is that I also do not believe in horoscopes. <laughs> yeah, those of you who know about the queer community are surprised. Those of you who know about horoscopes may not be surprised because I did just mention that I'm a Capricorn, which is the sign least likely to believe in horoscopes. Uh, no, because horoscopes, right? Horoscopes are all based around the idea that your destiny is predicted entirely by the circumstances of your birth. Which, like, as a trans person, fuck. <laughs> but tarot is great. Tarot is fucking great. Uh, tarot, tarot is just like your friend calling you out, but also there's cards. Like my friend Amy gave me a reading uh, where she was like, hey, J-Pole, I drew the, uh, the seven of knives in reverse which uh, that card's telling me that you uh, you might be overanalyzing uh, your like subtle behaviors and social situations and how people react to them and that might not be serving you. Which I think is a lot nicer than saying, J-Pole, you're extremely neurotic and nobody's comfortable with it. 
Yeah. I do also, uh, what else? There's other things about me. Uh, I'm uncontrollably horny. That's another exciting thing about me. Just want to put that out there. Yeah, thank you, Colin in the booth. Uh, you know, I am uncontrollably horny. I do want to make a point about this because a lot of people use being uh, uncontrollably horny as like an excuse not to be accountable for their shitty behavior, which, uh, no. There's one thing that you can't control when you're uncontrollably horny, my dude. It's how horny you are. It's just a feeling. Thanks. Uh, it's how horny you are. And if you're me, that's a lot. All the time. It's very uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like it a little bit. I don't like it. One of those things that that means is that I get a lot of crushes all the time, uh, like in comedy, uh, at work, uh, at least one person every Bart car I'm on, which is actually kind of the nicest one because then, uh, you know, I just sort of see them, I fixate on them for the duration of the BART, BART ride, one of us leaves, and then, like, my life ceases to have meaning. Uh, see, that's okay, that's like, I don't know, it's contained. But the other thing, uh, I don't know, otherwise, like, people I know, I put their names in a little list in the notes app of my phone, and then I just never talk to them about it, because my feelings are an imposition. Not entirely true. I did actually talk to someone recently. Uh, it was like after three months of like convincing myself I wouldn't be happy if I didn't date them. It was not healthy. This is not healthy. Don't do this. Uh, and then I did finally ask them out. Uh, and they said no, but they did still want to be friends, which is good. I always worry about like ruining a friendship but because like I'm revealing I'm attracted to them. They did still want to be friends, so I do still have them as a friend. Uh, just a friend I can't talk to about the most emotionally devastating thing that just happened to me. <laughs> All right, thanks so much. I'm Jay Paul. Yeah, yeah. Jay Paul, everybody. Yeah. How's that? <laughs> Pam, it's so clean in here. Last time I was here, people were like fucking hitting bongs and shit in here. Now there's no alcohol. Okay. Anyway, shit's changed. Was it Amanda? Oh my God. Are these your parents? What's your name, sir? Paul and Michelle. Welcome. That's And you're here to support her dreams? And are you guys currently adopting? <laughs> that is awesome. How long have you been doing comedy? Like six months. Six months? Oh, man. All those hearts on your shirt are going to turn into skulls and crossbones <laughs> after like a year. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell some jokes and shit. Here's some money. Let's see. Oh, I had brain surgery recently. You guys ever have that? You guys ever do that? You get a low-key craniotomy. Check it out. Um, there were some. Thank you. There were some uh, side effects. I developed a little bit of listexia. If you guys don't know what that is, that's the neurological impairment where you're trying to say something to somebody or read something, but then the swords get all mixed up in your brain. <laughs> but <laughs> so these most of these comedians, it'll take them a while to figure that shit out. Um, 
Yeah, but anytime you have something where you struggle, you know, in life, you learn a little bit about yourself. And I did on this occasion, about five days after my surgery, I was sleeping in my room. And at like 2 a.m., in my ear, woken up by a mosquito. Is the same mosquito as my room for like a week. I know, same eyebrows and shit. And like, I was pissed, because I don't know if you ever woke up, because you're slapping yourself in the face, but I was really angry. First thing I did was I got online and I searched for how to stop mosquitoes from getting in. Number one search result, how to stop mosquito bite itches. But what my dyslexic ass brain read was, how to stop mosquito bitches. <laughs> and that's when I learned something about myself, which is all the gangster rap I listened to as a nerdy white kid is still in my subconscious. Because I wasn't like a good white. I didn't go, mosquito bitches, that's preposterous. What did happen was I just clicked on the link. I was like, yeah, we got to do something about these mosquito ass bitches. I was at uh, Walgreens the other day, and you know, has anybody worked in retail here? Anybody? <laughs> One slow clap. <laughs> Woo, retail. I don't know if, like, I worked at Barnes & Noble, and they had, hi, Colin. I worked at Barnes & Noble, and they had, um, like, codes. Like, if something happens, like, if there's... Uh, somebody steals something, you're like, code 172. If there's like a child abduction, there's another code. I swear to God, why, Colin? <laughs> why is that hilarious? Just, child abductions in general? <laughs> um, anyway, I was at this Walgreens, and I swear to God, this guy got on the intercom, and he was like, code child abduction? <laughs> That's not, a, that's not a code, bro. That's only a code if you know the child abductor. If you're like, code child abduction, code Nick, they're on to you. Get the fuck out of here. Thanks. Thanks for the honking. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I've matured as a man. Uh, yeah, I'm a man now. Um, shut up. <laughs> I'm a man now. I'm mature. I remember when I was like eight. And did you guys ever play the cootie game? Thank you, Colin. Behind the glass, I can hear your beautiful laughter. I used to play that when I was younger. I remember, you know, with girls, I'd like embarrass them. Sarah has cooties. Ew, don't touch me. But then you get older, you become a man, you realize there's no such thing as cooties. That can't hurt you. That's just HPV. <laughs> that doesn't affect men. Hey, you guys, uh, I'm going to plug something. My friend Sean here is doing a show on the 30th, Best He's in a best chest competition because he has an amazing chest. Uh, where is that, Sean? That's, uh, powerhouse. Powerhouse? Powerhouse in San Francisco. So go check it out. Vote for him. Thank you, guys. Have a night. Now I know that Sam has been affected by the weed food. <laughs> I was like, I am the host. Shit. We had a moment back there. Show us your tit. Oh, there we go. Oh, my God. I could sleep on that. Is that double down? Oh, my God. You're a goose from God, sir. Hot damn. That's Holy the shit. opposite of a chastity pelt. It's a ch I want to get on that oh, Yeah, I want to fuck pelt. that pelt. Where's the key? How do I unlock that thing?
I want to mount well, him int- on, above some... my TV. He's like a, he's like a stag. I want to mount above my TV. You know, you got to get, you got to stuff him and keep him there in perpetuity. I want to make a rug and make. No, sorry, I'm done. We're just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're objectifying you. I'm sorry. We're terrible people. We are, but it's all right because that's why we love Mutiny Radio. That's why we're here, all gathered, being creative. Speaking of creative, your next comic is one, Nick Scarpino. Hey. <laughs> this is a fun night so far. Someone left their phone up here. Is someone just recording that or I'm just gonna hit stop on it then. There we go. My recording, fifteen hours. Um <laughs> fun stuff recently I uh, came up with a new thing that I do now you guys ever uh, have that experience when you're walking a little too closely behind a woman and you know it makes her very uncomfortable this is a new thing I do now where uh, if I get too close I just turn around and walk backward that way if she looks over her shoulder it looks like she's following me <laughs> I looked at the one woman in the room. She was like, no, we're going to pass on that joke. This is a hard pass. It's not a subject we need to talk about. Uh, I tried Adderall recently. Any Adderall people out there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Liars. Um, and I realized that uh, I realized something. I actually felt kind of bad about myself when I realized uh, what Adderall really is. Do you guys know what Adderall really is? It's awesome is what it really is. I don't know why I didn't try this shit earlier. It's like a performance-enhancing drug for your fucking brain. Uh, That other comic uh, was talking about statues and flaccid penises, and it just got me thinking. How come you never see like an old Renaissance statue with just a big old boner? How come we don't see that? Why am I looking at you, the one dad in the room, while I ask this question? Move on. We're going to move on. Sir, you, uh, I noticed your hat said Vietnam vet. What branch of the uh, military were you in? Well, thank you very much for your service, sir. I appreciate you. Um, I was trying to come up with a joke when I walked up here and saw that, but you are so much more of a man than I am that I just think, we'll walk past it. We'll just walk past that together. Oh, um, I just celebrated my seven-year wedding anniversary. Thank you. I know. Um, you realize a lot. Like You learn a lot about someone when you've been married to them for seven years. Um, for example, did you guys know that my wife does not like talking about pooping. Did you know this about my wife? I love it. I love talking about this stuff. For me, going to the bathroom is sort of like me time, right? It's like self-care. I love it. I look forward to it every day. But my wife treats going to the restroom um, like an unplanned pregnancy. She just kind of goes in there and then comes out about a pound lighter like nothing happened. When I asked her where she was, she was like, I was visiting my aunt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so fucking terrible. Oh, man. Uh, I'm scared of heights, which I discovered recently while in a hot air balloon with my wife. That is something I discovered. I also discovered that my wife is not afraid of calling me a bitch in front of other people. She's not afraid of that at all. That's actually a true story. We were in Morocco, and as the air balloon started taking off, I was like, oh, I've discovered something about myself, and I want off this ride. And I don't know if you've ever seen a hot air balloon. You can't get off. You cannot get off. The second it's up in the air, you're you're committed. Also, they don't tell you this until you get into the hot air balloon. They can't control where those things go. 
Do you know that? They can control how high they are and how low they are, but they cannot control anything else about them. You just sort of hope. I was like, how do you land this thing? And he goes, it lands itself, man. <laughs> it just lands itself. And I'm like, I don't, that's not what I want to hear. That is the opposite of it. Um, all right, let's get real. Let's get real. Uh, when I grew up, um, I was very overweight. I was a very overweight child. Any over any ex fat kids here? Yay. Yay, Pam, you were fat. Pam, how big how big were you at your biggest? Do you remember how much you weighed? Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, when I was when I was in uh, grade school, I used to weigh uh, two hundred and twenty pounds. Which yeah, I went to Catholic school and I weighed two hundred and twenty pounds. Uh, which if you saw pictures of me, I actually looked like three kids hugging. That's what I look like. Um, which in Catholic school was not uh, not great because I was actually uh, I was actually molested, um, and I think it's because I look like three kids hugging. I think it was just too much for the priests to take. It's like you can't put drugs in front of a drug. All right, we'll work we'll work that one out. That's a little too dark to end a set with, I guess. I don't know. Um, I was fat though. I hope if I ever have a child, I have a fat child, like a fat kid, because the best part about having a fat kid is that you always know where they're gonna be. Where have you left them? They don't move. It's because they're fat. Okay. All right. That's uh, never know how much time you have up here until it goes quiet. I'm just going to do that. This is easier. We'll get through the notes. What else did I want to talk about? Oh, my wife. Let's go back to that. Um, one of the fun things about being married for seven years is that you get to have uh, arguments, but you do it in non-conventional ways. My wife and I have recently started having a very passive aggressive argument, but through our Netflix queue, which is fun. Uh, my wife got a call from her grandmother that her grandfather actually was in the hospital, but they have a very weird relationship. And so, uh, she didn't call them back for a while. And I didn't, that was cool. So instead of telling her that I just put the movie grumpy old men on our Netflix queue, like, you know, Maybe you should call your grandfather. Uh, then the next day I came back and she had put the movie Spotlight on our Netflix queue, which is about Catholic molestation. Uh, like, hey, deal with your shit, you know? And so I was like, okay, I get it. So I put uh, the, the movie The Hunt for Red October on it because I was like, I get it. You're on your period. <laughs> and then she put uh, Marriage Story uh, on our Netflix. So we, uh, we watch cable now. We watch cable now. Uh, I think that was a honk. Was that right? Cutie patootie. Whatever she's calling you. Okay, thanks for jerking off that horn. Ladies and gentlemen, you're just going to horn jerk it? There's parents in the room, man. Parents in the room. Uh, cool, I'll give it up to your host. Thank you guys so much for your time, and thank you for your patience. With me. Hey, you ever follow a short hair woman into the bathroom? into the woman's bathroom and then have sex with her by accidently because you thought it was this man? Am I right? Give it up for this man, everybody. Give it up for this man. What's your name? Sean. Give it up for Sean, everybody. All right, all right. Next to the stage, very funny, Cody Abe. Somebody's phone is up here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Is he smoking? He's smoking. Okay. Um, 
Uh, I went on vacation recently. It was fun. Uh, when I got back to work, though, my coworker stopped me and he was like, dude, where you been? And I was like, vacation. And he was like, oh, uh, I thought you quit. And I was like, was that the vibe I was giving off the whole time? <laughs> like, I was there. And he was like, no, like, literally, like, the day you left, like, you say, I, you said I quit. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, I, I was surprised <laughs> that I didn't follow through with my, my threat because I fucking hate my job. Um, it sucks. Like, I'm at the point uh, in, my, uh, in, my, like, in my life where I just, I hate my job so much. Like, I'm willing... Like if someone came up to me and was like, dude, you could, you, you would, you have two choices. You either stay at your job or every day for the rest of your life for five minutes, you're going to get waterboarded. Uh, I'm willing to take my chances, you know, just see if I'm ready to be a part of the Navy SEALs. Like I'm going for the waterboarding hand. Like it's cause like what, what it's like five, five, five minutes of waterboarding of like pure torture. And I, and I get like, does it, it probably comes with, hopefully it comes with benefits, right? <laughs> Maybe it comes with benefits. Like I, I get, I get low deductible, uh, drowning insurance probably with that job or I'm, I'm, you know, do I get PTO? Is it a Monday through Friday type of thing? Or am I just going full like 365? I don't know, but it's, it's better than what I'm doing now. I think, uh, I don't know. I uh, I did I did visit home recently. I went on vacation to visit home. Uh, that's kind of an oxymoron there, but it, it's what I have to do every holiday. I go home to visit my family. Um, I li- I was born and raised in Hawaii. Uh, it was a great place to live. Uh, but every time I go back, it just becomes more and more gentrified. And by that I mean every time I go back, uh, like three or four boba shops pop up that that weren't there before. And uh, if you don't know what boba is, uh, it's this trend right now where uh, people go to a store and they they eat tea, like that's what they do. It's crazy. Like it, it's it's a very inefficient way of consuming a beverage for sure. But I'm I'm all for it because it it gets my sister out of the house so that I can just you know, relax for a little bit. No, I, uh, I, I've, I, I like visiting home because I get to visit my mom. I don't get to see her a lot. Uh, she has, this, she has these two, uh, amazing dogs. They're not, ama- they're small and useless. You know, the small, useless, usually white dogs with like a lazy eye for some reason. Like all of them, ha- like they just look at you with a confused look on their face. Like, why am I alive? <laughs> why am I here? They're very cute though. I, I love. They're they're not like pugs where like they shouldn't be alive, but they're just like, they're they're like small dogs where like they have no purpose in this world other than uh, loving you. Which is I guess that's a good reason to be, be alive, you know. Uh, one one of them doesn't even love me though. He just kind of he 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 kind of he kind of just every time I leave he he just stares at me and snarls because because he wants me to I I don't he just wants me to go. I don't know. He he. It, it, he's like whenever I come in the house he doesn't he's not there but the other dog she she's a very small like cute dog she's a cavalier uh spaniel you guys know what those look like they're very cute uh but she, she'll 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 run up to me and she's very affectionate and loving mainly because she wants food she just can't stop eating for some reason uh, every time we feed the dogs uh she has to be separated otherwise she'll eat both meals that's how that's how much um Oh, were you jacking off to it? I'm sorry. She'll, <laughs> no, she'll she'll be uh, she'll be 
she'll, she'll eat both meals. And so, you know, I call her, I, I just call her a bitch, you know, like, cause that's what she is scientifically a bitch. That's what happened. That, that, that's what they're named. And so, uh, we, she eats a lot. So we take her outside cause like she probably has to poop, right? Uh, we're wrong. All she does is pee on the concrete. That's about it. Uh, but she, she'll come in and we have carpet in the house. Um, and every time she does, she does every time where she'll, she'll do that thing. She'll go straight to the carpet and she'll do the thing that dogs do where they kind of wag, you know, they chase their tail and do that. And then they, she pops a squat, right? She pops a squat and then she makes eye contact with me. Like, yeah, we're fucking doing this right now. (laughs) And then uh, it's carpet. I'm, I'm like running towards her, like at the end, like, like at angels of the outfield, I'm trying to catch the ball for an out. Right. I'm like, no, I catch it. I land on the ground. I land, I, poop in my hand and I lock eyes with her and she's like yeah you're the bitch now you know <laughs> all right that's my time everybody thank you yeah. one more time for Cody Abed yeah yeah uh-huh fuck I love this thing so much god all right we got a very funny comic coming up to the stage next a good friend of mine, Ernest Evangelista. Hey, y'all, how you guys doing? Good. Okay. Uh, so you're a Vietnam War vet? That's a good war. One of the best. I was watching uh, 1917. You ever watch that movie? It's about the first world war. And, uh, like, ah, I mean, they could have if they're, these goddamn laws were right. Um, I was in the Vietnam War, too. I was, I was young then, too. Um, uh, no, but, like, I was, I was watching, like, it's different. It, people, a lot of people are scared of World War Three now. Like, but it's not like the old wars, because, like, in the old wars, you had, like, letters you'd write to your loved ones, like, you're dying, and you're like, I need to write this letter uh, to my lovely Mildred. Uh, I'm in the bad, I see the, but, like, if we were in our time war, like, and you're dying, you will send, like, to my lovely Mildred, I'm dying, and then you send a text, and she's like, can't talk right now at work. Please talk later. Oh, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. Please tell them. Ble- I again can't talk. Uh, boss is watching. Do uh, you guys ever think about killing yourself? Ever? You ever think about killing? But where? When's the best reason to kill yourself? You know, like if like there's plenty of reasons, but is there a really good reason? And I feel like I figured out the best reason to kill myself. And is if if this was to happen to me automatically I'm killing myself and that's if I saw myself do you get what I'm saying so imagine if you just open a door and then a dude look exactly like you I'm definitely killing that person because I know me and if I was an evil clone that broke out of Genentech I would try to kill me and take over my life and wear a curly mustache I'm also wearing a curly mustache. Uh, uh, you guys, a lot of people wonder, uh, like, hey man, why you wear, why do you wear your mustache so curly? 
And I tell people that this is my John Wilkes Booth look. Mainly because I'm thinking about assassinating a sitting Republican president. A person got mad at me because I said that. And then he was like, you're going to try to kill Lincoln? And I said, no, sitting Republican president. Lincoln is laying down in his grave. Um, hey, yo, what's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing the condom. Okay, that didn't work. Uh, hey, yo, what's the worst part of a threesome? Sharing my girlfriend. That was worse than that other one. <laughs> hey, girl, what's the best part of a threesome? Getting pegged by my girlfriend. Okay, that's it. Uh, I just want to talk about. I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Um, hmm. Yeah. Are you guys, you guys ever pooped in a diaper before? You guys pooped in. You guys ever pooped last year in a diaper before? So I'm a father, and I was taking my kid out trick or treating, and I was like, "Holy crap! I ate really bad curry." And then I had to diarrhea poop, so I left my kid trick or treating with my baby mama, who doesn't talk to me anymore. And then I run back to the rental car that I had. Do you guys remember the I Love Lucy episode where she's trying to stop all the chocolate from coming out of the conveyor belt? Imagine me trying to stop all the poop from coming out of my butt and it's a rental car and then like I'm trying to turn off the light and also poop in the diaper and there's kids trick-or-treating. So I ended up taking a shit into seven different pairs of diapers that day and I had to ditch it in an El Po Loco bag that I came with. And then I continued to take my kid out trick-or-treating. And the first house I gave my kid any candy, he was like, oh, we're not doing trick-or-treating this year. I was like, trick-or-treat this, bitch. And I threw a bag of wet diaper shit in his face. And now my baby mom won't talk to me. Also, how do you get poop stains out of a car? Uh, you guys have a good night. I think that right there might be your reason to kill yourself. What is the what is the what is the worst way to what what's the best reason to kill yourself? I don't know. I think the best reason to kill yourself was if your grandfather walked in on you jerking off to a picture of your grandmother. I would I think that's that's time to hang up the the old crusty sock at that point. No, scratch that. You know what's the worst the best way to kill yourself? The best reason to kill yourself? If your grandfather walks in on you jerking off to a picture to your real grandmother. I fucked that one up. But Anyways, you've come. Next comic is very funny. It's, it's Connor. six screws in my foot thank you yeah so technically I am broken on the inside uh, but only technically all right uh I dated a girl for a little while dated a girl for a little while first day we went on sex hell yeah all right second date cuddling and making out still pretty good 
Uh, third date, though, was just a kiss at the door. It's like our relationship is Benjamin buttoning. All right, but when I gave her a kiss at the door, a homeless man walked by and he was like, yeah, you two go have sex for me. I was like, holy shit, that's not a homeless man. That's a homeless wingman. Uh, we did not have sex that night, though, because she said she was a sapiosexual. You know what that is? It's, it's someone who is attracted to people because they're smart. I had to look that up. Failed that one. Uh, do I want my dick sucked? No, I want my mind blown. I read that the brain is the biggest sex organ you have, so I smeared peanut butter on my temples, let the dog lick it off. Nothing except for a bunch of perverts staring at me in the park. Uh, Like you don't let your dog lick the inside of your mouth. I've seen you. He just ate a bunch of doo-doo. Disgusting. Uh, You know what I do when things are getting hot and heavy in the bedroom now? I pull out a deck of brain teasers. I'm like a boudoir troll. You got to answer this riddle if you want to get in bed. Uh, I tried watching porn set in the classroom. Could not pay attention. Didn't, didn't, didn't do it. I t- even took Adderall. I blame the teacher. Didn't didn't have anything good to say. Yeah, he was just mean. He was like, "You're bad at this essay." And I was like, "That's give me give me positive reinforcement." <laughs> <laughs> then maybe I'll listen to the rest of what you got to say. All right. Uh cool. Oh. I I got stopped by a palm reader on the street. That's pretty cool. It's happened several times, actually. I call it assault. But they just grabbed my palm, and they were like, I'm going to read this right now. It's not for you to read. I didn't ask you to do that. And uh, pretty much all of them have been like, you're going to be rich and famous in two years, except that the first one told me that 10 years ago. And then one of them also told me, the love of your life will die in your arms. It's like, ah, are you trying to make me afraid of love? Huh? Trying to make me scared to love anybody? Gonna die in my arms? Not if I chop off both my arms. Yeah, I know how I'm gonna do the first one, but I don't know how I'm gonna do the second one. Who wants to help? I need some help. Uh... I will have phenomenal core strength. However, you will always have to be on top. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, that, uh, that, uh, that happened. That's real. They stopped me. They say, hey, let me read your fortune. Someone was talking. You were talking about J-Pole. You were talking about astrology yeah Yeah, it's true man everybody's like what's what's your sign i'm like i don't really believe in any of that but i'm a taurus and they're like that's such a taurus thing to say it's like nah dude i'm the bull but you're full of shit dude like get out of my face uh oh cool all right we're gonna wrap it up wrap it up 
Oh, all right. One, one, the last thing. Uh, I used to work at a weed dispensary when it was still cool, a.k.a. illegal. And there was a guy who was the boss's brother. His name was Redman, and he sucked. He would steal from the tip jar. Anyway, none of that's really important, except he was like Moroccan slash Russian. He, he was ethnically ambiguous. He was from Morocco, but he'd be like, nice boots, lady. Oh, uh, where you get them from? Where you get them from, those boots? And he could speak pidgin, and I don't mean the dialect. I mean, he could actually speak to pigeons. Like, he would coo, and pigeons would flock to him. And uh, he was like a failed Disney princess. I imagine he's what a failed Disney princess would look like. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. Thank you very much, Conrail. All right, where is Trenton Wiley at? Trenton Willie. Hey, Willie, come up to the stage and let us see your Willie. Pull out your Willie. Thank you. <laughs> oh, how do I want to start this? Well, I guess I'll wait till the doors close. Give me a little bit of time. Yeah, uh, where's Jay Paul? Is he still here? Astrology? I don't know. Like, one time there was this... <laughs> one time there was this really rich girl, and uh, she gave me $500 to buy her a birthday, so she's immortal, and I age double. <laughs> now I'm a Virgo and a Cancer, and that, like, kind of fucked everything up with the stars in the sky, and, you know, like, Taurus... Come on, they're so dumb, they just try to rape raindrops. Or like, uh, Geminis, always wearing baggy pants, carrying around guns, speaking snail. You know, you can be a... What's another one? Can't even think of them. Aquarius. You can be an Aquarius, just don't do it around my kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, uh, when I was living in Chicago, I went to Iowa... Uh, because I was going to Colorado with my friends, but in Iowa, we stopped at this Christian-themed restaurant called the Garden of Eaton, and the motto was, you can have it Yahweh. <laughs> and I was eating the Levita crust pizza, but my friend just started bleeding out of the mouth. There was blood and blood and blood. She was choking on the nails inside of her croissant. Then I said to the waitress, let us speak to your manger. And she said, I can't. I would if I was able, but I don't want to lose my job. <laughs> then it turned out the restaurant didn't even exist. Neither did Buddha King or McDonald's or Alarby's. Um, but yeah, on the last day of his life, did you hear that Jesus Christ got into a new sense of fashion? Cross-dressing. <coughs> that was a weird reaction. Oh. <laughs> So I knew this really, really rich guy, and he would get a lot of dates with women to come to his mansion, and he had a just table full of money, and he always bragged about how he was rich. He's like, here's my table full of money. And one time, some girl said, yeah, that's impressive, but you're too fat. And then he got liposuction, but all that came out of him was money. And then he busted open because he was a, a safe for Chase Bank. Then he took off because he was a bus. I'm just kidding, he was a train.
Gotcha. I don't know. My stepfather died of cancer when I was in high school, or right after high school, when I moved to New York for a little bit. I grew up in Maine. Woods, nothing there. Moose, churches, white people. That's about it. Uh, but yeah, when I visited my stepfather, he was like skinny, and he lost all of his hair, and he was like really deathly ill. And he wouldn't let our black lab shadow sleep on the bed or the couch because she was shedding. But when he was shedding, he was still allowed to sleep on the bed and the couch. I think we should have said, ah, no way, you're sleeping on the floor tonight, cancer face. My mother did not like that one when she heard it. Um, all right, let's just do a few more. I feel like uh, there's been a lot of time already, but I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you this. I was at a bus stop once. All right, I was at a bus stop once, and there was a guy in the middle of the road who was really pissing me off because he was wearing a dolphin skin yarmulke. So I took the yellow street lines off the street, and I strangled them to death. And I usually have glasses, and my glasses frames are made out of time frames, so cops from the past jumped out of my glasses frames and chased me. I went into a gas station bathroom. The person who was there last wasn't there, but his reflection was still in the mirror. His actual is some homeless dude, but the reflection is a doctor, and he stuck his neon green arms out of the mirror. He touched my lungs, and he goes, kid, you got cancer, big time cancer. He jumps out of the mirror, turns into 20 mini doctors, goes, ha, rejuvenates me. I, I'm on the run again. I'm cool. I know people to hop trains. Come on. So I see a mailman and I hop the envelope and it's just filled with bears and piranhas. And I'm talking air piranhas, motherfucker. They don't even need water. And I get dropped off at this 66-year-old woman's house that I want to have a one-night slam dunk with. And we're so attracted to each other, we snort the gills right off from each other. And when we're done fucking, we're putting our body parts back together, our arms and our legs back on. We accidentally put on the wrong heads. So I had this 66-year-old punk rock woman's head on my head, but still with my vocal cords. And... They just gave us the reality television show, gave us a show where we just go into all these different communities and we cut the skin off from people and we glue it to our skin and it's called living the day in the life of. Last thing, my dad drinks a lot of gasoline because he thinks he's an airplane. Then one day he just took off. <laughs> all right. Trent Willie, good shit. Hell yeah, that was fun. Dude, that Bible joke is off the hook, man. Oh shit, I like that one a lot. All right, your next comic is Nathan Moosher. Is that dude in the building? Moosher. I know who. Th I know who. All yeah. I no, you've been here. He he went up already. I think so. no. You were after... Oh, David Let Lettimore? Woo! Are you related to Marshawn Lattimore? Nah, I wish. I wish I had those jeans. All right, well, thanks for sticking around. Do a couple bits. Uh, guys, I think face tattoos have been getting big, big trend these days, right? It's not like a nice, like, uh, Mike Tyson kind of face tattoo I've been seeing. You know, it's more of these sketchy, kind of Sharpie marker-looking ones. You know, all these famous rappers looking like the first ones to fall asleep at a slumber party. I don't know, like, I almost wish that I knew. Like, maybe back in middle school, last time I fell asleep first, just woke up with dicks all over my forehead. You know, like, I was always, like, the runt of the middle school sleepover. Like, I have fallen asleep first, woken up with at least 30 dicks sharpied on my face and body. 
And I'll tell you guys, when you wake up with 30 Sharpie dicks on you, you shower for just as long as if you woke up with 30 real dicks on you. It is a full cleanse. Because uh, I used to work with a guy who was a big vape god, you know this type? This guy, he was vaping in the office, vaping in the hallway, vaping up the bathrooms. I mean, he was just hotboxing the whole establishment. You know, I got a little closer with him. I decided to ask him. I was like, why are you vaping at such an aggressive rate? And, you know, it turns out he actually smoked cigarettes for like 20 years, right? And then at the age of 35, he found a brand new way to impress 13-year-olds. And he was killing it. He actually followed me on his vaping Instagram account. You guys seen these? This guy had an account. It was dedicated to videos of him vaping. You know, he was doing all the tricks, too, right? Like, he was blowing the smoke rings. He was doing the French inhale. He was disappointing his parents. And I told him, I was like, man, I watched your videos. Pretty impressive. But do you think that you could rip your vape while simultaneously deleting my number? That's it. Just one big rip. Never call me again. Uh, I got roommates. Guys, roommates are fun, right? This is true. Recently, one of my roommates, he told me he might have dormant tuberculosis. I was like, are you a fucking pilgrim, dude? Like, what? Like, how outdated is that disease? Like, tuberculosis? Did you come over on the fucking Mayflower? I don't know. And the, the worst part about the whole thing is that uh, we were in kind of like a crowded, loud bar when he told me. So he was, like, speaking real close to me, kind of yelling at my face. Have you ever had someone breathe the words, I might have tuberculosis onto you? <laughs> all right, that's all I'm going to do. Thank you. All right. Hey, what's going on? How are you? You having a good night? What, what brings you in? Walking by. Hell yeah. You just heard you heard the speaker loud enough? All right, this is the good volume. We were trying to pick a volume. This is the right volume, I think. Cuz it is it's a little loud in here. You get closer you get. We can we can Hey, come in. Where are you going? There were people there. Yeah. Oh shit, is that my bike? No, that's not. What they're leaving with my bike, man. Fuck. All right, this dude's the fucking man. I have his umbrella that his, his mom gave him. Um, probably should give that back now that it's not raining anymore. I don't really need it. So just get that back for me. Yeah, I got you. V-Shock! No! Hey, guys. Um, so, yeah, as Sam mentioned, uh, I have this one bit. I've been working on this one bit about me working at ISIS. Um... Um, and I've been uh, working on this beard for a while too, because uh, I'm a method comedian. Um, <laughs> something I do. Um, but yeah, guys, seriously, I've been like bursting firecrackers in my backyard, just getting ready for the role. Uh, I've been buying like dead rabbits and chopping their heads off in my backyard. Um, I think I crossed the line there. <laughs> I I don't have a backyard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but guys, um, there's something else about this ISIS bit. Fuck. Oh yeah, my mom was like, um, she heard about this ISIS bit and she was, uh, she was really disappointed because like, um, like what could possibly be funny about working at the International Space Station, right? <laughs> uh, there's something else uh, that I wanted to say. Um, 
Method comedian. Oh yeah. Um I um uh, just trying to work out a couple of premises here. Um so I'm twenty three, uh and I went back home, which is Dubai, and I had my first kiss. Um and uh it was amazing. Uh but it confused me because like um whenever I watch porn I skip through the kissing scenes. Um but when it happens for real, you're like, I just wanna stay there. And like she's trying to escalate, right? She's trying to escalate and I'm like, um, uh, is this what tongue feels like? Because, like, the saddest predicament of life is, like, you can't, you can't feel your own tongue with your tongue. You need another tongue to feel tongue. Uh, <laughs> so that's something else I'm working on. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, hey, guys. Thanks for walking in. Wait, uh, why are you guys here? Why here? Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. You came in at the right time. Nice. Um, <laughs> who was the girl with her parents in the room? Was that Amanda? No one knows. Yeah, her real parents. Yeah. Because like, that's really sweet. Because like, I envy her because like, my parents are in Dubai. Um, I feel like it's a lot easier for me to make my point during an argument in person. Um, yeah, I thought that would work. It's fine. Uh, that was supposed to be the punchline, but I didn't make it seem like it was, so I can understand why you didn't laugh. Um, cool. Um, just running through some stuff in my head. Um, another thing that I wanted to talk about is, you guys haven't heard this bit, so I'm just going to do it. Uh, I actually work for ISIS. I'm just going to look at you guys. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, there's only one department, dude. Uh, and like, we have like a, we have like a, I, close enough. Uh, I program the satellites that do the work. Um, and like, um, no, we actually have a satellite office in San Francisco, which is convenient. Um, but my time at ISIS, guys, I'm just going to look at these guys because you guys have probably heard this. My time at ISIS, guys, has been a blast. Um, um, and like some of you, you might question my decision to work for ISIS. Oh, nice. Okay, you threw me off, dude. But like, um, it's like, um, oh, no, 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 this heckling is fine. It's fine. But um, yeah, so you might question my decision to work for ISIS, but like, I always wanted to work for a late stage startup. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Uh, but, uh, but like, um, um, I was part of a boy band, but then ISIS made a lot of sense. Um, and um, yeah, th that's my bit. There's more to it, but like, I'm going to stop there. Uh, that's a joke, obviously, man. I don't work for ISIS. I work in tech and I do comedy on the side. Uh, to make myself seem interesting. Um, looks like it's not working. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I would never work for ISIS. I, I would never work for a non-profit. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's not a job, dude. Um, but guys, I, uh, I'm on vacation right now because the holidays are a busy time for us. Um, ISIS. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so, yeah. Uh, but, like, the thing at ISIS that's tough is, like, work-life balance. Um, <laughs> because, like, uh, I, like, uh, I'm on vacation right now, but I'm in this closed room full of people, uh, which makes me think I should be working right now. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Sam, I, th I feel like I'm running the time here. Fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's um. Yeah, I mean the reason that I can do the ISIS bit honestly is because I'm brown, right? Um, 
and there was this guy Chris who talked about the apartment and the kids who were accidents. I felt like that guy was really likable. Um, like I wish I was white too. Um, and um, I feel like white privilege isn't really privilege because it's not really privilege if you keep getting shit for it. I think what you really want is brown privilege because it's like silent. Because um, like I'm in San Francisco, I work in tech. I'm really privileged. I'm not gonna lie, um, but no one gives me shit for it. Um, is that a good premise? Good start. Yeah. I think I can go somewhere with that. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because like, I don't think we get shit for it. Because like I think we don't get shit for it. Because like we don't get laid. So that's like just balances <laughs> out. <laughs> um, how many minutes is this? <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh yeah the last thing that i want to talk about is um i've been saying that for a while right um is uh thanks for laughing by the way man i uh, like it uh um is um my mom my mom i uh i fought a lot with my mom back home and um yeah, uh, but I uh, but uh, as I was leaving home, they dropped me off at the airport, and I know my mom loves me, but like she doesn't see it, um, and I felt really good because like when my parents dropped me off, they shook my hand, um, <laughs> which was really sweet of them. And then I glance over and I see some kids hugging their parents, and I'm like, are these kids flying business class? Because they dropped me off at the airport. Um, and um, and then I told my parents that I love them for the first time. <clears throat> so I am gonna end on a sappy note. Yeah, thanks guys. Real strong note to end on, there we go. Everybody, call your parents tonight. Actually don't, if any of you have been drinking, don't do that, it's a terrible idea. Don't do that. All right, our next comic. This dude is funny as fuck. You're going to love him. I swear to God. I'm not even kidding. I'm going to set the bar really high because I know he's going to put it higher. Mike Evans Jr. It would be really great if I wasn't funny at all. Let's see how that goes. Uh, so, oh shit. What's up, dude? How you doing? <laughs> Good? It's my father, everybody. Make some noise. Mike Evans Sr., meeting him for the first time tonight. I'm just kidding. Uh, so where to go from there? Uh, so in high school, before I did stand-up comedy, I used to throw a lot of parties. I used to throw a lot of, a lot of big high school parties um, at other people's houses, which was a lot of fun because I get all the credit, all the pussy, but just none of the responsibility. And uh, this one party got way too crazy, though. I got... I almost got in trouble for this because this girl threw up all over this dude's house, like all over family heirlooms, pictures, furniture, their cat. She then slips on her own throw up and falls down the front steps. Gets up from the front steps, goes into the middle of the street and takes his shit and mid shit she gets hit by a car. I know. She was okay until I walked up to her and said, hey, we really gotta break up. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I hope this is not a not a routine or a pattern going on. Otherwise, 
No, um, friends? <laughs> of course you are. Yeah, that's exactly why. That's exactly why. This is gonna be a weird transition. So if the world ends, <laughs> is this who you wanna be next to? Just, just letting you know. I've been thinking about this recently. I have a lot of liberal friends, clearly. Um, but I was thinking in terms of like, if the world were to end today, cause it's so possible now with everything happening, I think I wanna be around conservatives rather than liberals, right? Think about who has a gun and a bunker and just like, just we'll, we'll eat a person without thinking about it. It's a conservative, right? All my liberal friends are like, oh, I can't eat that, that, that was living. I, I don't believe in guns. I don't believe in just yelling at people to get what I want. Like, no, what the fucking world is ending. Like, I need, I need ignorance. I need fucking, <laughs> I need shoot now, think later. That's what I need. That's when the world ends. I feel like that's been my excuse of why I've been such a like a hoe. I, I, my standards have, have not, the standards aren't good. Like when people are like, like, oh, when I drink, I'll fuck anybody. But like when I drink water, I'd fuck anybody. Um, and my excuse now is the fact that like we don't know where America's gonna be in 10, 15 years. So why not fuck everybody who offers it, right? Doesn't matter if she has one leg or one eye and just, you know, is hopping around. If she has a throat, I'm sorry. That's horrible. <laughs> and a vagina. I'm not just, that's, you know, that's what I'm going for. Yeah. Vagina's great. Vagina good. Throat bad? <laughs> yeah. Throat bad, vagina good. Yeah, I don't know. If you're single, just, you know, get in a relationship so you have someone to die with. If you've been in a relationship for too long, break up because you don't want to be like, I don't know about us. And then the missile is like coming for us. You know, I always thought about that too. Once like the whole North Korea thing was happening, I got really nervous about like, what would I do if, if I was at the beach and a missile was like flying towards us? Right. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, I'll call my parents or like, you know, gather my kids and we'd all like pray together. But like, you don't have enough time. You have like 30 seconds. All you can do is just be like, I'm dying happy. <laughs> I gotta do it, ow! That's a bird, that's what that was. That was a bird. Isn't that what happened to Louis CK? Wasn't that the same scenario that? I'm just kidding, probably shouldn't talk about that. Um, no, please do. No, that's, that's all my material on it. That's <laughs> it's the wonder of stand-up comedy. You think I know more about it? And I really just reached a tipping point. Um, my current girlfriend's super cool. Uh, she's less into, I have to like ask her to do shit sexually. Like my ex-girlfriend used to like really love to just go for my dick and start sucking it. And like, like in movie theaters, or, like in the car and it was great. And now every time I want head, I have to ask her. I'm, I'm not opposed to it because she's more normal than my ex. My ex was into like really weird kinky shit. She used to say to me like, hey Mike, when you're asleep, I'm gonna shit on your chest. And I never knew she was joking. So at night, I would just be really afraid in my bed. And I have to laugh it off because I really love my ex, too. I was just like, ha, 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 you're so crazy. Yo, Michelle. It's her real name, too. Um, yeah. The thing about head is that, like, I almost feel like you can tell how crazy a girl is by how good of head she gives. 
it's kind of fucked up to say, but like sometimes I'm getting ahead and I'm like, wow, you've never spoken to your father. Holy shit, this is great. What the fuck? Like what? I'm, I'm just, it's not okay. But what is it about seeing your parents argue that teaches you how to suck a dick? Woo! Felt as bad about that joke as all of you. It is. I just feel bad that there's one woman in the audience, so I feel bad that like I'm just gauging my fucked up jokes on whether or not you laugh. Oh, there's two. There's two women. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Well, there we go. All right. We always need a man to speak for a woman, right? Isn't that isn't that how it goes in the United States? Just kidding. Said that sarcastically. I don't really actually mean that. Well, anyway. Uh, Shit, that's really all I wanted to talk about, but I'm going to run out this time. How much time do I got left? A few minutes. All right. Well, let's, let's get into it. What topics do you guys want to wanna shoot by me? I really fuck with your your sweatsuit. You're very fly. Flyest person in the room is obviously this person sitting next to you, but that sweatsuit is fire. Uh, anybody, got, anybody got a topic? Anything? Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio. Great place. It's my first... First time I ever did stand-up comedy was in Mutiny Radio. It was a great time. Uh, I brought many dates in here. I, actually, I, uh, I was <laughs> I was, like, I was the white guy who fought the person who broke the window. <laughs> I had to change my whole look. <laughs> so you get away with stuff. You turn white and you can break stuff. I talked to Anthony about this. All right, have a good night. Thanks. Uh, what other topic? Foster kids, holy shit, that's bad. <laughs> Damn. I don't know. I, I, I like I, I work with kids, and some of them are foster kids. And when they're mean to me, I'm like, I know why. Um, <laughs> any other topic? White rappers. I appreciate them when they're good. I like Mac Miller a lot. I like Eminem a lot. Uh, when they're bad. It's just funny. Like, I I feel like black people, like, we now know, like, when Eminem got, like, really amazing, I feel like black people felt like, well, white people felt like when Serena and Venice Williams were really good at tennis, they're like, what? We made this sport. <laughs> like, now, <laughs> I mean, that's like every sport. I mean, even the NBA. The NBA was all white <laughs> until they uh, played the Harlem Globetrotters, which is, like, a real thing. Harlem Globetrotters were so good they were like, let's just get more black people in here. And, you know, I'll look at it now. Yeah, that wasn't funny. Any Anything else? Huh? The Olympics. Uh, <clears throat> I watch a lot of interracial orgies when I look at porn. And I think of the Olympics. And I think of the Olympics first. Yeah, no, seriously. It's just six holes. Guess which hole do you want to fuck? That's what each each hole represents each continent. Well, there's seven, but you know what I mean. Uh, six people on them. That's true. The Olympics, I feel like whoever organizes the Olympics should decide on foreign policy, right? Because somehow every four years, no matter what's happening in the world, the whole world still comes together to be like, let's play basketball. Except Russia. Except Russia. Oh, that's scary. But Ru Russian women have big butts. That's... That's a thing. I don't watch Russian porn because I'm scared that they're like looking at me or something. And anybody else put like, you said we do? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Did you already know I was here? These are the two people who aren't comedians in the room. And they're Russians. Anybody else put uh, 
a post-it note on their uh, on their little webcam on their laptop to try to protect themselves from the government. Isn't that like a weird thing that a lot of us started doing recently? It almost makes you think that like they wanted us to do it. I don't know. I just feel like if the government was really tripping off what people do, like I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd want them to see me jack off a little bit. They'd see the sadness in my eyes and probably stop fucking with me. Like, oh, this guy's way too lonely. We can't, we can't blow up this man's house like we thought about. I don't know. You know, you have a problem watching porn when you start to get late to important shit because you were watching porn. Anybody else feel that? First, I was just late to work and like make, you know, you know, making food and shit. But start being late to funerals, which isn't. You can't really like, you know, say that's cool. I know it's for a grandparent too, but. I don't know. I just feel like old people would understand, though, because funerals, yeah, multiple. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I go to a bunch of them all late. Yeah, multiple times. It's it's definitely a problem. I feel like old people would understand, though, just because, like, I don't think anybody was ready for the amount of porn access we have now. Like, they, they masturbate to pictures. Shit had to load in earlier versions of the Internet, and now it's just instant. I work at a middle school. Kids come up to me and just show me porn sometimes. I'm just like, ah! <laughs> what was that again? What video was that, brother man? <laughs> right on, right on. I'm going to confiscate this phone, god damn it. Yeah, I'm, you know. You can honk it anytime you're ready. I can keep talking forever. Uh, what's the deal with pianos? <laughs> 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 the black, white, and brown... <laughs> Just make a choice. What's up, man? Hello. How's it going? Chilling. How you doing? Pretty great. I, yeah. I like your beard. I wish I could grow a beard that connected. You have a beard that braids. That's fucking awesome. What's up, guys? Uh, All decided to wear the same jacket tonight, huh? <laughs> Three for one? That's uh, it's tight. My mom bought me the same shoes she bought me a month earlier on Christmas. And I, I just didn't know how to be like, are, you're really getting old. Like, holy shit. You, how did you forget so soon? This will talk to you guys about this. Do you guys feel like there should be an age cap on voting? Like a cap. Like you, yeah, you do, right? Just because, like, you know, you can't vote until you're what, 18. You can't drink until you're 21. But, like, there's a certain age where you stop letting people drive and, like, DJ. But they can still vote. Oh, shit. Hold is Bernie. Is he 80? Fuck. I just feel like if you're not going to live for the next 48 years, you shouldn't be able to vote on it. You know? Bernie's saying cool shit because he has cool friends like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. If you just hang around, like, I hope she's running for vice. I don't know if that's... That's the best laughter in the world. What I predict, and I'm going to get off stage after saying this, uh, is that she's actually going to run for president in 2024. And the sad part is she's probably going to run against Kim Kardashian. And Kim Kardashian has a better chance of winning than AOC just because of how stupid most of the United States is. My name is Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and motherfucking girls. Hello, I'm Sam Carroll. How you guys doing? We got... uh. You know, I was gonna save I was gonna save the worst for last, you know. But uh but I decided against it, so 
All right. I'm going to fire off some jokes real quick because we got a really funny show coming up at 8. Um, how much time do I got, roughly? Uh, technically two minutes. Technically two minutes. It's fine. I'll do a minute. All right, all right. Hey, what did the uh, Spanish mama moose say to the Spanish baby moose right before wolves devoured upon its supple flesh? Vamos! Vamos! Va no! Mijo! Mijo! No! All right, I got one more moose joke, and then we'll move on from moose jokes. What did the... What did the moose who got his balls waxed say when his moose pubes started to grow back? I think I got ripped off. What is this shit? Already? That's why I don't get my balls 